You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and I'm delighted to be able to connect with a Banner County man from Clare. And that's Michael Darcy. Michael's from Kilmahill, County Clare. Been here in Canada for about 10 years, and uh, I didn't find out yet what brought him here, but usually what happens is it's a woman, but we'll find out. And my, Michael is a keen musician, does the, the music circuit, and uh, has just released a new album. And Michael, first of all, great to connect with you. Great to, to have a chance to have a chat with you. Um, so what brought you here? I'd say devilment now brought me here, to be honest. Yeah. So um, wasn't it, it wasn't a woman? Well, it was in search of a woman slash women, maybe, that brought me here. But <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was throwing my accent around the place like, like there's no tomorrow when I first got here. But, all right. Uh, okay. And that was, that was the passport, was it? That was it, yeah. No, I, I came here. I came here in 2010. Um, yeah, I suppose I was just uh, young, younger, and single. And um, Ireland was going through a bit of a recession, as you know, around 2009 yeah. or 10. I think I booked my tickets even in, or booked the visa in 2009. So I was planning it for about a year. So it was around right. that time when all my friends were heading for Australia, and I just said I'll chance Canada. And that was it. No real thought process. Just <laughs> and yeah, obviously no regrets. Oh no, I love it. I love it here. Yeah, yeah. I just became a a citizen uh, a few months ago. Got the passport in the old mail there in March. Congratulations! Great to have the dual citizenship. It is indeed. Great relief. Yes, yeah. So, um, music and the family, like Claire, is synonymous with music. Yeah, it is. In fairness, and we we grew up playing playing traditional Irish music. It wasn't like singing songs and and the guitar. uh, First, I was playing the accordion. Um, but no, there's no real. My parents wouldn't be very musical now. <laughs> it must have skipped a few generations. I hear there's. A, I had a, a a great grandfather who was mad into the dancing and the singing. But right. uh, yeah, my, myself and my two sisters, we play, we grew up playing traditional Irish music. Um, right. And then I got I got the guitar when I was about nine or ten, I'd say. I I heard the Christy Moore live at the pint album and then that was it i just wanted the guitar and there was no there was no turning back then and of course Quilty, uh, christy moore started his other career uh, in quilty before he went into music in right. his, his banking career that's right and then there was, there was a strike or something and he went oh, that to, was it. at that stage he was in ballyhonas and my father was his boss no way yeah oh jeez <laughs> amazing yeah so uh, christy joined the bank the same day as my brother as well um, so the yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, the, the uh, world is a strange place when you see someone like Christy starting off in what was a white collar job and having. I such can't a picture wonder- it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He'd be sweating yeah. mad behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> so when you came to Canada then, uh, ten years ago, did you start straight into gigging, or were you were you able to? It took more a bit of a while, I suppose. A small bit. Honestly, more or less. I think I came here in October and I was gigging definitely before Christmas. Right. Maybe a, maybe a month or two, uh, just getting your name out there. And then you'd get gigs on Irish bars here and there. I think I got playing in McVeigh's Irish pub there. It's the oldest Irish pub in Toronto. I got playing there fairly quickly. And right. I, I, still, I still get some regular gigs there. They look after me very well. So I've been right. playing there for almost 12 years now. Um, yeah, yeah. I, there, was, there, was gigs def- there was gigs happening, you know. And having come from the Irish scene, how did you find the music scene in Canada relative to what your experience had been in around Toronto? Oh, that's a strange one now. Um, 
there was a lot there was a lot of Canadian I try to say this as nice as possible. There's a lot of Canadian musicians trying to sound Irish. Some of them were succeeding, some of them weren't. And I was standing there maybe having a pint at the bar looking at this going, Now I can do better than that. All right. <laughs> and that's just the Irish scene. But there's sure. an amazing music scene in Toronto anyway. Like there's um a great bluegrass scene or a rock and roll scene or a root scene. Like there's, like there's unbelievable musicians in Toronto. And in fairness, it's the city to go to in Canada if you're, if you're into music. And I guess part of the question I've asked, like you're very familiar with the pub scene in Ireland when it comes to gigging. And, and, yeah, uh, I did all and, that back home. And then you come over here. Um, and I always look at it when the artist is up on the stage, you're actually fighting with the audience to get their attention. I'd hate to be up on stage <laughs> trying trying to get attention. And, and ah, for some gigs, some gigs you are like pub gigs you are. But at the end of the day, if you just accept that those pub gigs are what they are, like it's a weekend, people want to have a drink, have yeah. a chat with their friends at the bar. Then it then it gets around midnight when they get into it, and that's when they they start going, oh look, there's music there, and then they start singing along. But no, you you can't take that too personally. I mean. <laughs> I do I do other gigs where you try and uh it's more listening room gigs where maybe you sell tickets and people come to actually enjoy the music. Right. So you you kinda live off the balance there, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure they're very rewarding. They are. I mean they mightn't be as financially rewarding sometimes, but but uh they're good for the soul. Right. <laughs> tell tell us about the new album. Jeez, yeah, the new album I started recording uh the new album just before the pandemic actually. It was November uh, 2019, and um, I went in with my bass player, and we, I think we laid down 10, 10 songs in the first day, um, and that was more or less my parts done, and I thought, lovely, this will be ready now for summer 2020, was my plan. Obviously, then the pandemic hit, and we said, there's no real point in releasing an album that you can't play live, or you can't have an album release party. So we just delayed it, and we just we took our time with it. Um, uh, I went in with the idea that uh, I released an album in t- 2018, my debut album, and um, I produced that myself as well. But I was like probably a kid in a candy shop where I probably overproduced it, I think. It was, you know, there was a lot of drums and electric instruments and everything. Uh, so this time around, I made a rule, no, like just all acoustic instruments and just uh, incorporate elements of bluegrass music and the Irish folk music or traditional music that I grew up with. So the, so the, that's where the title of the album, Down to the Roots, kind of comes from. The roots of the Irish music and the roots of the more Canadiana, Americana music. Right. Now, I know, yeah. Michael, I, I put it, because uh, I was talking to Patch Sell earlier on in the show, and he has just a new album out as well. He's out in Vancouver. Um, what I put to him, and I know for a lot of artists, as soon as COVID ended, this was when the floodgates opened and you were able to get your stuff out there. But so was everybody else. So, that's, that's so it's, a busy, true, yeah. it's a busy space at the moment. So getting your stuff out there and getting a bit of attention might be a little bit, are you yeah. finding it a bit of challenge? You're shouting from the mountaintop. <laughs> I've got a new album. Um, uh, it is and it isn't. A lot of people did release stuff during the pandemic too. Now what, what I did was I released a string of singles in February and uh, I think March or April. Um, and then we kind of just waited and we said we'd pull the trigger and, and release it here in July. Right. Um, so hopefully now, I mean, it's all, so far it's been well received and I'm, I'm waiting to hear back on, from some reviewers and stuff like that. And then I have an album release party planned for next Thursday at the Dakota 
And then I've also a solo tour booked around Ontario for August. So it's great to get that the venues and gigs are opening up again, you know, and there's seems to be gigs of plenty now, which is which is brilliant for us, you know. So, Michael, we're going to if someone wants to get their hands on the album, where can they go? They can go to a few places like my website will sell it, michaeldarcymusic.com. Um, or if they get me on Facebook, uh, which again is just forward slash Michael Darcy Music, uh, they can order there through a Bandcamp link or it's just directly from the shop on Facebook as well. Uh, same on Instagram. So it's, they're all kind of linked. And I was going to ask, you know, what track should we play? But I'm wondering, should we go for track number three? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, the Rambler from Claire. There we go. That's actually a song that I had never heard before. And I, I thought I'd heard most, most Claire. I didn't write that one now. Ewan McCall wrote that. Yeah, right. Uh, but it was, there, there is an earlier traditional version. So Ewan McCall just updated that around the 1950s and 60s. But I'd never heard that song. Um, and I, I thought it was just a lovely song. Great melody, great lyrics. And any song that has, you know, Claire in the title, um, like there's a lot of great Claire songs, but I, this one just went under the radar for a long time. And then I heard it and I thought, geez, not many people have recorded that. Right. I'll give it a go. Thanks. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll share that one and we'll be adding the full album to the playlist. Uh, so um, we'll be sharing the music over the, the, from now on. It'll be in there in the folder and getting randomly picked. Uh, Michael, it's been great meeting with you. And this Perfect. is The Rambler from Claire. And it's uh, Michael Darcy and uh, the Atlantic... What are you calling yourselves? <laughs> the Atlantic Tramps. That's great to poster, you know? <laughs> Indeed it does. Michael Darcy, thanks a million for taking the time. Thank you.